Welcome to Sanctuary First Friday Night Review and I'm Albert Bogle and it's great to have you joining us and taking the time to be part of our conversation this evening. And I'm joined with our usual panel tonight with no guests but our usual panel of James Gilscart and Laura Dagen. Hello. Hi there Albert. Great to have you with us. Unfortunately, our guests seem to have just uh, not been able to manage tonight. Uh, unfortunately, we've not been able to get uh, Eric Detroit, who's been our writer for this week and very interesting writer. Mm -hmm. And we were hoping that Jane would come on to talk about her uh, her new uh, her new project and program that she's going to be running a uh, art our art yes, an art group. But it's really exciting, isn't yeah, it? Absolutely. Albert? Yeah. And uh, we we're hoping also that Jack might have come to speak about the the her book reviews and the book clubs. But do you know what? We can manage with great gusto together and cover the ground. We will. Yeah. We'll be repping uh, for them and we will uh, we'll be. be promoting the art connection. Absolutely. And uh, just to say for folks who feel like they're missing their Eric Tatoy, um, who want more Eric Tatoit in their lives, he will be joining us on Sunday. Uh, so Eric um, wasn't able to join us tonight, but he will be popping by our service on Sunday. So if you need a bit of Eric in your life, then join Absolutely. us on Sunday. He's such a good writer. I, oh, I he's like a great him. Guy. It's just the, so down to earth and yeah. connecting with really, isn't it? Uh -huh. That was the one that was going to use there because that's just as you said, popped into my head. I thought, and as he writes me real honesty as well, and it just really connects with people. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to getting around to talk about that. But before we do this, it, do you know, it's 27 days later, 27 rewords later, uh, our May theme reset is about to draw to a close, and it finishes tomorrow with restart. Uh, and over these weeks, we have been imagining an ongoing email thread between humanity and God. Uh, and on a journey of rediscovery, reimagining, recalibration and refueling. So tonight, that's what we're asking you to join us to review some of that and to think about some of these words and how they have affected and continue to encourage us and, and, and challenge us uh, as we get ready for the next new area and the new theme which is change is coming <laughs> get ready it was a pop <laughs> quiz laura and we almost failed wow yes that's our new theme next month change is coming get ready <laughs> get we've ready. got to reset and get started to um, ready for that so here you go so that's where we're going that's what we're looking at. And uh, have you been looking through the website, Laura, this week? Anything that's drawn your attention, got you thinking? Oh, yes. Now, now you know how I, I'm a big fan of our music section. And uh, there's always something that, you know, I'm, like, uh, promoting there. Um, but, like, how cool is Ian Jemison's Come Holy Ghost? You know, that is just awesome um it's just and you know what it's really different from what you expect it Ian so it's like this kind of like uh, oral sensation you know it just really challenges you you know as you're listening you're like oh wow you know and like really gets you thinking and his voice is just beautiful in it and I just love that wee harmony and but there's something a wee bit um 
there's something a wee bit kind of disconcerting about it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, when it really is like, oh, it's, oh, aye, just, I think there's everybody's the, got to listen to this. I think some of the chords he uses, there's little bits of just discord. If you listen carefully, yes. it just jars a wee bit with you. Uh-huh. So you listen to it and you go, oh, oh. And, and, and I said to Ian when he was doing this, I said, why don't you ask them to, to make it a bit edgy and just mm. don't, don't make it sweet because Ian loves doing sweet. And if you're in the studio working with Ian, you, Ian loves layering harmonies. And yeah. if you listen to some of Ian's harmonies in the Vogel band, they're all very, very sweet harmonies. Uh, but um, he's able to, uh, he was able to do that. And I think it really turned out really well. I see because that's the thing. Like you listen to it the first time, and you're a wee bit like, "Oh, like that's really, that's like really interesting and really cool." And but you're like, "Oh," and you're a wee bit unsettled. And then so it's like you go and listen again, and it's like you're taking a wee bit deeper, but you're still left with that. You know, it's you're still left with that the challenge. So that you know, and sometimes you know how when you hear something like you know a few times, it's you start to kind of sink into it. You know, it starts to kind of. But this keeps. I feel it keeps challenging, which I think is awesome. I think Ray's maybe got a wee clip of it. We can just hear if you're listening, as if you're on the podcast uh, and you're listening in uh, on Spotify or on iTunes. Uh, great to have you with us, by the way, and we'll give you a wee call out for that. But the. Uh, you can also listen to us and find us on our website, www.sanctuaryfirst.org.uk. And you can find all these things on the app as well. You can download our app. You get the app also uh, from the App Store. But, uh, yeah, listen to this part. And then I want to talk a wee bit more about this when you're finished. I'll just look in a little bit. Our souls inspire, enlighten with celestial fire. Thou the anointing spirit art, who dost thy sevenfold gifts impart? Thy blessed unction from above. Is comfort, life, and fire of love, enable with perpetual light the dullness of our mortal sight, and teach us to know the Father's Son and the both to but one that through the ages all along this may be our endless song so cool oh it's quite yeah. spine tingling that isn't, isn't it, it? Yeah. come holy ghosts our souls inspire it's an invitation for God to come and inspire us. And, you know, it's... I think we... We do not... We do not open ourselves enough to the power and presence of the Holy Spirit that we could encounter. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Why is that? 
I think maybe sometimes with the Holy Spirit, there's a sense of our uh, vocabulary coming a bit short. <laughs> you know, it's quite hard sometimes to find the right language um, to, to capture some of these feelings. And when you think about that bit in Romans, about the idea of the Holy Spirit interceding for us with sighs too deep for words. And I think there's mm -hmm. almost like, you know how there's a color spectrum and, and we humans can only see so mm -hmm. much of it. And then you go into the ultraviolet or the... What's the other one? The red, infrared. Mm -hmm. um, and I think with the Holy Spirit, you're stretching into stuff uh, that, that, that we can't quite see or grasp. And that can be a bit unnerving, but transformative and, and powerful. But I think certainly in our culture, maybe in other cultures, um, other traditions have, have more vocabulary for it. But I think we sometimes struggle even to bring it up. I <laughs> think things to do with the Spirit. I think, I think we could um, mm -hmm. struggle to get our heads around it. Mm -hmm. And I think as well, because it's so personal, you know, it's a real intimate connection. Um, and the, the Holy Spirit, you know, the encounters we have are, are really personal to each of us. They're unique to us. Um, and I think it can be difficult then for people to be able to articulate, you know, to articulate these encounters. And I think as well within our culture, you know, we have a, you know, and I think we've grown up to be, um, you know, in Scotland especially, you know, we're very practical kind of people, you know, and uh, uh, and it's always like we play things down um, within, you know, the Scottish culture. And I think that's got something to do with it as well, because, and that doesn't mean that people aren't feeling that and they're not having these encounters. Mm. I think they're just, I think you're right, James. I think they just maybe don't have the words to be able to express it. And I think whenever you're feeling this intense, sometimes really intense encounter and connection with the Holy Spirit, you know, it's like we don't always like, you know, whenever you really kind of, you know, fall in love, it can be hard to describe that as well. You know, and sometimes you don't want to share these encounters with other people because... That's special just for you. You see, here's the thing, Laura and, and J James. Have you ever found when you talk to someone, they start telling you, like, I find this as a minister or a pastor, someone saying to me, something's happened that when I start reading the Bible, I, I have a real love to, I, can't, I want to read more. They get drawn in to read more of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And something, it's same. Especially within the Gospels, they find themselves being drawn into into the Gospels. I remember one girl in particular years ago. She told me that she she'd sit up, she'd sat up all night reading the Bible, and you know, and had fallen asleep. You know, it's about six, seven, half past six in the morning when she she'd kind of woken up with her clothes on, but she'd been reading the Bible for most of the night. Why? And then she said she had to get herself ready for her work. But something was happening. And it's that kind of, it's, I know you're going to be talking about at some point, James, in the next few months, you've been working on the idea of the morning. Mm. And when the morning comes and something coming, something, the longing for the morning. Mm. And, and I think there is within people a longing for the something morning, the, 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 the dawn of, of something joyous and good in their life and the work of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's drawing us to these places. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. You know, and I think as Scots too, the other area too, that the, the, the Celtic culture and, and of music, of, of just listening to, to music and the, the rhythms and the, the beat and all of that and the, the sadness, because sometimes too, it's there, there is a, a regret comes because we've we've not we've not done what we should have done and, and mm-hmm. you know and and we're longing for that and the, the spirit spirit of god come dwell within me open my heart come set me free fill me with love for jesus my lord come fill me with living water mm-hmm. that's a great that's a great poem isn't it beautiful song you know um, and that is something i think we need to think an awful lot more about Mm-hmm. So this Holy Spirit song that Ian put together is edgy, disturbing, but it's mysterious. But it's an invitation to everyone tonight to go deeper with the Holy Spirit. Mm. You know, James, anything touched you in in looking through the review this week? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I wanted to uh, talk about the prayer um, which we had on Sunday from Christi- uh, Christine Collier uh, from Switzerland. Yes, quite the, a lot of people uh, were talking about that prayer. Did the prayer for us in our Pentecost service. And what was really nice for me is uh, I had Sunday off, which wasn't what was really nice, although that was nice. <laughs> um, but I was in the pew, so to speak. Um, and so I had no idea that it was coming. Um, and to suddenly um, hear the French um, and to be able to see the translations underneath, there was this. I'm one of these people that quite like watching films with subtitles, you know, foreign films and stuff like that. Sometimes just like having subtitles on because it can be really interesting seeing uh, seeing words while you're hearing them and and what have you. And something that struck me uh, thinking about this prayer as well is that I think I'm right in saying that a lot of the uh, English words that begin with re, with this re prefix, uh, come from French. Um, uh, and when you think re is a Latin uh, prefix. Mm-hmm. And so we've been <laughs> wading through words beginning with re this month. We've had uh, at least 27 so far. Um, and uh, and so it was really interesting to think that we it was a lovely choice to have a prayer in a different language for Pentecost because of course key part of the story of Pentecost is this blessing of the different hearing the different languages, but I thought there was a really kind of a lovely sweet note there of the fact the fact of it being French and this idea that we've perhaps been accidentally um, becoming a little francophone this week at Sanctuary First <laughs> through all of our rewords and um, and it's really it's quite fascinating and for someone who's quite interested in language I just really um appreciated being able to um pay attention you know it's that it's something that when you do something a little bit different you know this whole month we've been thinking about reset and sometimes it takes a little turn a little twist doing something a little differently uh to make you sit up and notice um and so i think um ray am i right that we've got a wee uh, clip that we can see uh, or listen to seigneur jesus donne-nous ton esprit aujourd'hui Que nous soyons prêts à écouter ton message. Donne-nous ton esprit, qu'il transforme nos cœurs pour aimer comme tu aimes. Donne-nous ton esprit, afin que nos bouches chantent ta louange. Saint-Esprit, respire en nous, souffle de vie, en ce dimanche de Pentecôte, 
nous te demandons de respirer à nouveau sur nous. Nous avons besoin de toi. Que nos vies illustrent le fruit de ton esprit. L'amour, la joie, la paix, la patience, la bonté, la bénignité, la fidélité, la douceur, la tempérance. Puissions-nous utiliser les dons de l'Esprit que tu nous as donnés afin de bénir l'Église et de construire ton royaume sur terre. Saint-Esprit, protège-nous. Garde-nous lorsque nous nous propageons dans le monde, que nous portons ton message à ceux qui y sont encore sûrs. Saint-Esprit, pénètre dans nos cœurs. Aide-nous à renouveler notre foi en toi pendant notre culte aujourd'hui. Amen. That's just so beautiful, isn't it? Isn't that lovely? And if you were uh, listening to that, if you're listening to us as a podcast and you were just letting the, the French wash over you, but you don't speak French, then you may have, like me, enjoyed prospecting uh, for the words and sounds that did seem familiar. But if you're if you're keen to know what was said, uh, you can watch the video on our website, which is fully subtitled um, in English. Um, so we recommend that to you. But um, oh, just what a lovely thing to have um, and a lovely oh. thing to experience. I know yeah, I really like actually whenever because um whenever you hear people reading like see like read the people and people read the scripture in their in their own language as well and there's it's just so beautiful <laughs> and actually I, I I don't think you even need to know what it, you know it's just so beautiful because there's a love there you know you can feel it coming through um and it's a uh, it was in I had noticed this at the General Assembly as well, whenever um, there was some Gaelic speakers as well. Yeah. Um and and it's um and I think you know, and it's like it's like, oh, this is just it's just wonderful, you know, to be able to 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 get you know, people speaking in their own language and mm. sharing, you know, the word of God and you know, because it is, it's universal, and you know, it just brings us home to you that it's it's for everyone. And it's universal and oh, just beautiful. Mm. Helps us engage a different kind of mindset, I think, doesn't it? Yeah. Because you're, 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 if you're not able to completely follow it, then you have to let it take you. And in terms of what we were just saying about the Holy Spirit sometimes yes. being beyond vocabulary, maybe it's a uh -huh. good um, object lesson in allowing the, because God doesn't speak English right <laughs> i mean god speaks english but god doesn't just speak english you know and and i think we would do well to remember that mm -hmm. yeah when god speaks things happen <clears throat> yeah um what do you think of the new promotional video james Oh, this is a belter. This is brilliant. This is really lovely. You get to see so many faces. This premiered at the General Assembly of the Church of Scotland this week. Yeah. Um, and it's a lovely piece that uh, Jack put together for us, which gives us just a sense of the vibrancy of Sanctuary First um, and uh, the 
just the range of people that are part of it and it's quite emotional watching it I mean I think Laura you found that as well didn't you that it was oh, quite yes uh, quite affecting yeah. uh-huh when I seen it for the first time I was I was really moved I was crying and you know and actually when I because I shared it with my mum as well whenever I had you know just seen it and my mum got emotional and it's just seeing seeing all our friends within the community uh and you know how much you know that they that you know they cherish the sanctuary first community. Sorry. Is, is... <laughs> <laughs> that was me showing you. <laughs> Albert's just going rogue there. <laughs> no, I was actually trying to check to see if we uh, we could share it. Uh, can you can you share it from the website, or have you got to share it from the app? It's on the it's on the website. Can it be shared from there? Yeah. Um, I don't know, Ray. We just because know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, sorry, you you were saying, Laura. I interrupted you there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's um, aha. Uh-huh. You know, just because it, it is, it's really like you, it's it's so alive, you know. And this is the thing because after it was shown um, at the assembly, I got a lot of messages from but people. Aha, uh-huh, yeah, like people like messaging me like it's in real time and then just after it. And this is what they, they were they were all talking about. The, they were so excited by it and it was the vibrancy, you know, and the, I think as well because it was the community that were speaking as well and it was people from all around the world. And that, I think it was, there was a real kind of, I think it really kind of gave people real hope but it was just so alive and it was I was like I was so excited when I started getting all these messages I'm like oh it's wonderful yes this is like our community it's just you know like come and be a part of it yourself too (laughs) (laughs) yeah well well, listen guys I mean if you're listening in you can watch it on the Sanctuary First website www.sanctuaryfirst.org.uk or you can watch it on the app and, uh, and can I ask you to share it? I think that's what I want people to start doing is it, we should share it around the place, let people see it. Yeah. And I don't know if it's up in Facebook or not, but we need to get Jack to put it up if not. Yeah. Or they say she can play it. Oh, right. Let's, let's, let's see a little bit of it and hear a little bit of it. God operates in this, in this, this unity uh, and, 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 is, and is inviting us into that unity, to share in that unity as well. You feel that you need to be strengthened. Stones to be delivered to a sculptor in order to release their true beauty. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. It's because this is fabulous stuff, fabulous stuff. They were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Sanctuary First is the Church of Scotland's online worshipping community, one that is excited about exploring new ways for people to connect with God and one another. We are your online worshipping community, your place to be, to find a moment of quiet, to meet new people, to engage with the Spirit of God at work in your lives. Your daily walk with God. Sanctuary First is rooted in church. Inspired by the Church Without Walls movement in 2001 and born out of St Andrew's Parish in Bones. Today it is under the governance of Falkirk Presbytery and it is continuing to blossom into a new model of being church. 
In 2016, Falkirk Presbytery appointed Albert Vogel as a pioneering minister to explore the missional opportunities of this online ministry. A team of passionate creatives have worked with him to develop a growing community of worshippers in Scotland and across the whole world. At a time when our inherited forms of church and community find themselves being challenged and even in decline, Sanctuary First has been growing at an unprecedented rate. And this for me is showing us that there is a deep interest in our communities and our societies across the world to engage with spiritual things and disciplines. The COVID-19 pandemic has underlined the extent of the reach of Sanctuary First and the ability of the online church to connect with people in so many different places. In times of great difficulty, we have been able to, at Sanctuary First, offer a space where people can find sanctuary, a place where they can draw a little breath. Daily prayer and reflection from Sanctuary First sets me up for the day. It brings church into my everyday life. I very much look forward to Sunday Live each week. I especially like the format <coughs> and the way it brings the church to wherever I might be. The Friday Jam session has helped me discover more about Jesus. And I love that I can interact with others within the Jam session, sharing my songs and encouraging people. This is the nearest to church I get to. The Tuesday Evening Connect group is one of the highlights of my week. I never would have thought such close fellowship could be achieved in a Zoom meeting. And with people so geographically dispersed whom I hadn't even met until 15 months ago. The Midweek Book Club continues the fellowship with fun and discussion. This is what church is all about for me. We got married through the Sanctuary First community and are regular members of the Tuesday Night Connect group. This has become church for us. I love the weekly review. It helps me stay connected to my faith and also to practical issues of everyday living. And that's church for me. I found the virtual coffee shop during lockdown. But to me, now it's no longer virtual, as it's a place I can go to to make friends and make lasting relationships. What we have got out of it is we've ever felt a welcome from a church. Sanctuary First is a wonderful church. And the enthusiasm from all the ministers and, and the leaders is just beautiful to see and we feel connected to like-minded Christians and we thank you for all you're giving us. Sanctuary First continues to break new ground. The launching of the Sanctuary First redesigned app by Sanctus Media offers a new and exciting opportunity to engage worshippers more easily with the Sanctuary First community online. The app highlights the practical reality of engaging anywhere with a church without walls. As for the future, we will always need buildings in which to meet, but now we have a greater understanding of what it means to know that the kingdom of God is within us at all times. This has been the result of our buildings being closed, but our hearts and minds being open to the presence of God all around us. What is Sanctuary First? We are your online worshiping community. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we want people to get that out, pass it around and uh, use it 
to promote the work of Sanctuary First. Oh, Jack did such a good job putting that together. And uh, I see that um, your scene, Albert, uh, it, it stopped raining. So I know, I know, we, we, we did it. But that was some day, wasn't it? Was a so drunken day. day. We, for those listening in, Laura and I and Jack went off to do the filming and it was it was, it was was just one of those days there was a little bit of sunshine. You got a little bit of sunshine and mm -hmm. then it started to rain. And then, and there was a point, do you remember the point in it where the sunshine just came out? And then this lady came and interrupted us. She, this yes. always happens yes. when you get anybody's got a camera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we missed that we sleep. You know, and then the, rain, then the rain came again, and Jack and I went off to get coffee. And we thought, well, that's it. And then when we were coming back, you got, you went you went off. You did, you the star of the turn. You had, you had completed yours in one take. One take Dagon. <laughs> and uh, Jack and I came back and we and then Jack did his, his bit as well and I did my bit. But Jack redid his bit at home, I noticed, and, and uh, just it works really well from his garden. Yeah, the colours are lovely, isn't it? Yeah. You know, really vibrant. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this whole idea of we just need to be promoting Sanctuary First more to get more and more people to be part of what we do. And also to get involved in giving and supporting the work of Sanctuary First. I think that's just a mm -hmm. key area. We need to be building the profile. I think this profile area is something that if Jack was here tonight, he would have been talking about the importance yes. of the profile area. Mm -hmm. And also, I think as well, you know, as we're growing, you know, there is opportunities for people within the, the community to, to get involved um, and you know to you know to not just to give financially, but you know and to support the work as sanctuary first, but to you know to really kind of get involved in like practical things as well, you know like for instance like with the the coffee shop, um, and especially now is like we're getting into the summer, um, so we normally have like there's like a, a rotating you know number of hosts in the coffee shop. But as we're um, moving out at, you know, COVID, uh, folk are like back at work and, uh, you know, some of them, some of our uh, community are now, you know, getting off to go wee, you know, wee holidays and things like that, uh, especially ones that have got their own motorhome, <laughs> no names <laughs> mentioned here. <laughs> um, and so it's, um, it'd be good, you know, um, I know I'm plugging this, you know, but I'm taking the opportunity. Um, you know, to, if people would like to, you know, if they're if they're involved um, with, uh, if they would like to get more involved, and they can uh, just give us a message or speak to us about it, you know, because hosts in the coffee shop for one thing is um, something that we're we're needing, um, some more people just to give the regular ones a wee a wee break over the summer. Yeah, I mean, contact us at contact at sanctuaryfirst.org.uk. But also we've been trying to encourage more of the community to get involved. They, we started last Sunday with the folks coming in to, uh, with Jamie and Tom uh, and uh, Marion uh, mm -hmm. were, were doing the pre-service the pre, the pre chat. Oh, and this that was week, brilliant. And this week we're, it's, uh, it's the, um, Virginia is going to be hosting it from Mexico. So <gasps> wow, Virginia wonderful. is going to uh, be in the pre-chat. -sat and she's going to be talking to um, uh, Rob uh, 
up in in California. So that side, and then we're hoping he's still got to get back to us, but he's probably listening to this now anyway. But if he, Neil Neil Wallace, if you're listening, get back in touch with you because you're due on in Sunday as well for the chat. <laughs> What you like, Albert? <laughs> that would be great. Switzerland, Mexico, and California. It's one of the amazing things about doing church like this um, mm-hmm. is that um, we we can just make these links, you know. Yes. And we can we as as we've said, you know, many times we're always together um, wherever we are in the world, um, mm-hmm. but we can actually get a glimpse of it <laughs> through things like this. I mean, to think even a few years ago, it would have seemed mad to think you had three continents conversing in real time but we can do it mm-hmm. yeah absolutely it's uh, yeah i've been writing a piece i'm going to re- send it through to you james another blog kite flying you know uh, looking at a uh, at community writing about what is community and tied in with the um online community and is that real community but th- this whole idea too is it in encouraging people to get involved we're keen to get you know if people have some ideas some blogs send them in but we won't say we'll publish them if we don't agree with you but we might <laughs> <laughs> no it really seriously we, we really do want people to feel as though they can contribute and uh, it, it, and if you've got something to say we would love to hear from <coughs> And while we're uh, plugging things, um, I think we should take an opportunity to chat about Art Connection, um, which is Jane's new group, which is starting next week. So Jane Steele uh, from the Sanctuary First team is starting a new group on Tuesday, uh, and that's going to be on Tuesday mornings, and it's called Art Connection. And I will just get up the information about it now. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's 11 a.m. to about 12.15 or 12.30 on a Tuesday morning UK time. And uh, you will need to sign up um, and you can do that in the events section um, on Sanctuary First uh, on the site or on the app, I believe. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why we want people to sign up in the profile, because it makes it easier for you. I think, am I right in saying this? Yes, uh huh, that is correct. So, um, it means then that because uh, uh, otherwise, I don't think you're actually able to sign up. Um, so if you go into the website and it's just up in the top right hand corner, isn't it? Mm-hmm. On the website, on the home page, um, on the profile, and it says profile at the top. And you're then able to just pop in your details. And it's really good because it means then that you're able to sign up for events and groups like that. Um, and also you'll get like a wee reminder as well, like a wee email reminder that, it, that it's going to be happening. Um, and so I think um, Jack is wanting to develop this and especially with the with the app as we move into like a different phase, you know, the next phase with that. Jack's like looking to to develop that, so I think it's a, uh, I think potentially like exciting things will be coming, you know, with that. yeah, exactly. There's not much in the profile. It doesn't look as though you're gaining a lot to begin with, but we really do want early adopters to start mm-hmm. filling it out for us. And if you're a regular and you've never done it, but you're part of the community, would you please just sign up so that we can have your details? And it's great to be able to connect with you. We may have your details in another area anyway. I know we may know you. But it'd be great if you could do that. That'd be wonderful. 
And so this group, Art Connection, it's a chance uh, through Zoom uh, to do some drawing and some painting. And it's going to be a really relaxed and formal atmosphere. Jane already runs uh, another art group, which she's been doing for a while. And uh, she's blogged about it on our website. So you can look it up. There's a blog about um, how she got into doing this kind of thing um, and what to expect. And uh, there's information about materials that you might need. Um, mm -hmm. But it sounds like good fun and a chance, a kind of interesting way to do something um, that's quite different that again engages a different part of the brain and, and connects spirituality um, to the visual and um, color and shape and all the rest of it um, in a way that um, it's easy to get very focused on the words um, and there's sometimes things we can access through just simple simple approaches through drawing and, and painting so um, we do commend that to you and uh, recommend that you uh, give that a go yeah, starting Tuesday the 1st Neil McLennan tells me that he was a, in, invited in just to, you might say, watch. And he said it was quite, it was, it was very, very therapeutic just to watch people painting and doing stuff and not a lot of words being spoken. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and I think there's something in that as well. It's just the space, in creative space, people working together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to. Add, I won't be able to join the first week. Um, I'm I'm convinced my dad to to join because my dad's uh, really keen to you know get involved in an art group and like, but he's a wee bit shy. Um, so he'll uh, come along and say I've got a meeting this week. <laughs> That's why I can't go the first one, right. but I will be going along after that because my dad wants to go. So I need to support my wee daddy <laughs> and just some. He's he's a wee bit, and I'm hoping that he'll start to kind of start to enjoy the online space. He's been uh, quite reluctant, and I'm really hoping that this is going to change. Good. Well, it's a great way for people to get involved, isn't it? Yeah. That's what you're saying. Uh -huh. And uh, so, if you're listening in. This is your opportunity to uh, become, to share your creativity, release your creativity. And as Jane says, all levels of experience welcome. You you might not have picked up a pen in years or a paintbrush, and that's no barrier. Just come along and uh, have fun. Yeah, talking about that, we're going to be looking at that later. And keep that little idea in your mind because... Um, Eric talks about this later on in this week, recreating, going back to pick up uh -huh. the cricket bat that he had <laughs> used for a long time. But here, let's let's now move from the review. We've done quite well talking about the review there, but maybe we could just start looking at some of Eric's work this week. This idea uh, coming, drawing us back to the place of refuel, reanimate getting in, involved in what does it mean to just be reanimated? <clears throat> mm, I thought it was a great uh, choice to begin um, that famous uh, reading uh, from Ezekiel about the dry bones becoming his flesh. And uh, why, why wouldn't you link that to Jurassic Park? I mean, I can't <laughs> believe that I've been around for a few decades and I've never heard anyone link paleontology with... Um, the dry bones right and it, and it's such a bombastic reading it's such a compelling vision and so kind of giving the um that sense of cgi to it um i thought it was a really fun uh twist that eric brought yeah i think this is one of the 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 wonderful gifts that eric's got is that he rem 
he reminds us with practical illustrations. He draws yes. illustrations from everyday life and, mm -hmm. and, and he tells a story. I mean, it's almost a Jesus thing, isn't it? And then makes an application, which is a really important way to communicate and a good way to communicate. Mm -hmm. Oh, most definitely. And it's uh, that because it's, you know, there was so much depth in it as well, you know, because you think about, you know, the dry bones in their own lives, you know, the dry bones, you know, within, um, you know, within our church. And I liked that. I liked how, because, you know, we, I liked how, like, in the prayer, you know, it's only that last line, really, that talks about the church, but it could be any aspect of our lives that are dry, you know. Yeah. Our, you know, Heavenly Father, I pray for dead bones near and far. Renew and rebuild as you breathe, as your breath resurrects your church. Amen. You know, and it's just it's that, you know, because there is dryness, you know, and mm. in, in you know, in some aspects of our lives. Do you think... Talking about back to what we were talking about earlier on with Ian's song, you know, um, could we, could this be something that we should be thinking about even tonight when we go to bed, before we go to bed in our prayers, to do that breathing thing and come Holy Spirit, you know, mm -hmm. and if you're weary and you're worn, you know, invite the Spirit of God to, mm -hmm. to, to reinvigorate your body, your life, your, your mm -hmm. whole self mm -hmm. well do you know some see something i've and i've noticed um where a lot of well, some of the people that i follow online and and i know that um james you're you're you do yoga um and so the breath work is becoming really i think it's been really highlighted just now of how important you know breath you know can be can be to our well-being and these diff, you know, different kinds of breathing and breathing exercises and and it, you know, and how this can, you know, the, some of the exercises that you can do, you know, to really get yourself kind of re-energized. It's so powerful. And that just links in there with what you're mm. saying, Albert, about, you know, I, you know, is is we you know is just imagining it you know the the Holy Spirit you know working through this this breath you know and linking with our breath. Oh, I'm getting quite carried away there. <laughs> well, you know, we like some, it when you get carried away, yeah. Laura. That's good. That's I good. mean, I, I do think some of these old hymns too. That's a beautiful hymn. Come, mm -hmm. Holy Spirit. You know, uh, source of the old prophetic fire. You know, uh, breathe upon us. Some of these old hymns, devotional hymns, longing for the Spirit of God to fall upon us. Or Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. You know, and this going back to what maybe once was and rekindling it again. You know, you know, and I wonder if sometimes there is that longing for what has been lost. And can can you discover it again if you've lost your faith? Can you? Is it possible for it to be rekindled? What do you think? Oh yes, and and I think like a fire, 
it only takes a second only takes a stray spark you know it may not you know it may not happen we don't know but it if it happens it only takes only takes an instant you know for a fire to mm -hmm. to start it's just i don't know just being open isn't it and mm -hmm. and you think as well about how you know how the um how like in desert land you know how you can it can be so dry and then you have this sudden downpour you know this miraculous sudden downpour that's not happened you know for you know years but then there's this like abundance actually that just shoots up so quickly you know that there's been you know seeds lying dormant underground you know and it's like it's you know it's amazing just actually what can what can happen and I think we get so many of these um you know we just need to look at a natural world to see how you know nature comes back you know to, to barren land land that's been you know industrialized once it's left and then it just it comes back and it takes over again and um you know that's that's god's creation that's god's love and the same can happen in our own spiritual lives as well mm. 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 i remember speaking to someone saying to me that they'd they've been away from christian things and their christian life but they'd never ever felt completely at home where they were mm. and they they were longing to find a way back but they knew they couldn't come back to, to the same place because they knew that was that was kind of um, that that was that was making that was trying to go back which you couldn't do but they were looking to get back to engage with God in a new way because they knew home, that's where home was, but they knew that home wouldn't be the same. Yeah. But it would be the same. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's and I think that's it, because it's like remember I think you we can bring we can bring these hard times and these, you know, because it changes us. You know, we're not the people that we were before, you know, in each day that we're changing. But we can bring all these, you know, that that hard time, that that kind of time of desolation, you know, sometimes, you know, that the time of, and it and to bring that into this new relationship that that you can rekindle with God and it's mm. it it changes it into something completely different than what it once was. Mm. Maybe something actually richer because you've been deprived you know for for that long you've been without that you've had that longing for so long that you maybe didn't even know that you had and mm -hmm. it's just all that sweeter just that richer whenever it, it's in warmer whenever yeah. that rekindling happens yeah. and god doesn't god doesn't give up on us yeah. you know god doesn't give up on us and, and i remember <clears throat> talking to a friend of mine who's now a, a priest in the church of england and her saying to me that you know she went through a difficult time some years past and she remembers sort of coming to this realization that god didn't need her to believe in him 
<laughs> for everything to keep going. <laughs> I think I might have talked about this before in the weekly review, but she was like, I'm just so, just this but this belief and all this stuff, it's too much weight, I can't carry it. And then she realized she didn't have to. <laughs> like God, God was there and God was working regardless of whether she could feel it or connect to it. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we carry this burden as if like we have to keep the faith going, but we don't because God's always there and always going to welcome us back. So we can maybe just... <sighs> sigh mm. <laughs> and put because the weight's not meant to be heavy is it it's yeah it's not, not to be it's not mm -hmm. james what, anything in, in eric's writings this week that touched you yeah well i thought actually um the uh so the second piece that he wrote for us on monday um which was the one let's get it refuel um so um with the acts passage um and i thought this was great and it had lots of um really thought-provoking questions and in terms of our discussion tonight this idea of how we perhaps limit or domesticate or don't really fully accept the kind of more unruly or unsettling side of the spirit you know he asks like have we lost the ability to be amazed and bewildered and perplexed by the lord you know because that's what people those are the words that are used to describe mm -hmm. um uh you know the bystanders are looking and being like what is this and like i sometimes think it's important um particularly for those of us you know who work in this kind of area in ministry and are reading the bible a lot that we don't get complacent and start to think that we know all the answers or oh yeah this passage is about x or this reading is about y because it might not be and actually there might be something really new and different that god is doing and there was one line i wanted to highlight um which is um so partway through the reflection he writes during pentecost we're reminded to live spirit-filled um, and to put my grammar hat on for a minute, that's wrong. <laughs> that's a grammatically uh, 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 incorrect sentence because spirit-filled, that should be a transitive verb. That There's, there's something hanging there. Mm -hmm. Spirit-filled what? And so we would complete it, say we're reminded to leave spirit-filled lives. Mm -hmm. But like with a lot of rules and like a lot of grammar rules, you know, actually... Um, it's what what eric's done here and i remember chatting to him about it is really interesting because what we're what we're left with is this kind of jolt which is really appropriate for the topic and the sense of the holy spirit because you stop and you're right reading that and going spirit filled what or to mm -hmm. live spirit filled and so you're taking the language and the language and what you expect's going to happen and there's a mm -hmm. twist and a surprise and it makes mm -hmm. you go back and i think that's so appropriate to the idea of the spirit resetting us um so it's a very kind of meta moment in the prayer that eric's done this um really clever this idea that um we're to to live spirit filled which is just such an interesting it's again it's like we were saying about hearing a prayer in a different language or or mm -hmm. a song sung in a different way you know with the kind of discordant um things that, that ian was using in the song there i think can be so helpful for our minds to just have that little bit of unexpected um that, that makes you stop and notice and you know because i think if he'd written to remind us to live spirit-filled lives we'd have just glided past it and been like yeah uh -huh. spirit-filled lives i get the quote i get the i get the idea whereas to live spirit-filled is just that bit more jaggy um, yes and so that, that's one of the things mm -hmm. that really i love when we see the prayers come in when people do something and you're like oh Oh, that was quite. Oh, that was quite good. That. <laughs> mm -hmm. So no, I, I really, um, I love the week, um, and uh, but this this really stood out for me. Do you know? Because I had thought about this when I first, um, uh, and actually I thought our theme as well. You know, this you know resetting and all like this, because this week I had read. Now you know that I'm interested in astronomy. You know, I've 
brought this up before. Um, but this week I had read about how they had maps, you know, they've managed to map, um, you know, physicists, you know, scientists have managed to map uh, dark matter. And I won't go into how they've, how they've done it because we don't have time. <laughs> and actually, I don't quite understand it all myself. <laughs> so, um, but they have managed to, like, map dark matter and you know parts of the universe and what they've actually realized is is actually kind of it's not what they expected it to be or where they expected to be or how you know how it's laid out right. and it's a uh, it's making them you know think about oh well was einstein wrong have we got um things wrong um, within physics are we going to have to like rethink and I just loved how I thought oh you know it's it's because like the mystery of God you know we're you know and that's what I was thinking about in this thinking about this uh, you know just how you know God comes you know as you know in like unexpected ways and uh, not the ways that we expect it, you know, and that's the same way the whole, you know, the Holy Spirit comes in unexpected ways and can jar us and challenges. And I just loved how, you know, ah, oh, science now is getting this wee kind of wee jolt, you know, we because mm -hmm, it's like ah, you can't get all the answers. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How fascinating though! Yeah, mm, that'll be mm -hmm. that'll be really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, one any any particular reading that, that caught your attention? Um, well, let me see. Well, I I really liked um I really liked uh, most of it. You know, I really did. I got, I really enjoyed most of it this week. I think you're wanting to talk about the the cricket one, so I will instead I will talk about uh, the one with recommends um um mm. with um. Moses, you know, <laughs> uh, the conversation with Moses and God, oh. and uh, uh, just and the prophets, and <laughs> and it's this, uh, and I was just thinking about how whenever I read it, and it's, uh, I, you know, like how God, you know, answers our prayers, uh, but can answer them in ways actually that maybe we're not expecting. Uh, and can actually give us more than what we're expecting. And there's this, um, I, it was just, uh, it was just really, really cool. And uh, I loved it as well about, you know, thinking about, uh, you know, what was it? What were they saying? You know, what were they yeah. prophesying? What were they <laughs> prophesying? <laughs> That really struck me because whenever I've heard people talk about this passage, never, they've never talked about the content. I've never heard anyone ask that before. <coughs> so that was wonderful because I'm like, why? What were they from? What were they from? You can imagine, you can imagine it, can't you? Like, you know, two people maybe in church that you would never really expect, you know, to, to be, you know, struck <laughs> with this. And then they're, they're prophesying. Then it's like, oh, we better go, we better go and tell the minister. <laughs> Malcolm's at it. <laughs> but again, it's just that, it just, <clears throat> I, I don't know, I'm like making light of it, but it's just this way that, ah, you know, God does amazing things um, within our lives. You know, through the Holy Spirit, he does amazing things. And that we, we, 
you know, we might not think that that we're worthy, you know, but but God still does it. And also to listen to the voices that, you know, you might not be expecting to have the words of wisdom or the words of knowledge or, you know, God is using them, you know, to speak to us and, you know, be aware and be listening for these unexpected um, voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, so I think we should we should look at that um, recreate as well. Uh, yes. Before we close, because uh-huh. that was brilliant, yeah. wasn't it, Albert? Aww. I think that was one of the ones that that stood out for you, wasn't it? Well, it was because it <clears throat> it was again someone wanting to get back to something, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> not sure if they should put themselves out there, <clears throat> and then experiencing disappointment is not working and then they get a chance to do a bit of batting and all of a sudden it begins to come back i can do this in fact not only can i can do it but i enjoy doing it and 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 then he goes on to talk about just how the importance is through practice mm-hmm. you know they <clears throat> Practicing the presence of Christ is so important in our life. Practicing the presence of the the Holy Spirit around us, practicing being aware of it begins to help us begin to be much to walk that way. And um, and I just thought that that is such an important encouragement that we that we pick up and practice, and it it comes through practice. And if you neglect it, you lose it. Mhm. And and I think as well it's like in, in a practical on a practical um level as well you think about people that have had skills you know maybe use skills within the workplace or actually skills that they were maybe had when they were younger and you know they think oh well, we could maybe do that you know oh, you know like maybe for you know within within church, you know, within Sanctuary First, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, and they're, they're maybe feeling, you know, that, oh, well, if I do that, oh, I've not done it in years, or oh, I'll be rubbish, I might not be. We are, you know, in this, you know, Eric's pointing out, you know, through encouragement, you know, the, he's, the, the teammates, you know, encouraged them. You know, there was a wee bit of camaraderie, you know, but there was, uh, he was encouraged and, it's like just trying, you know, getting back out there, doing mm-hmm. it again, and using the gifts that God's gave you, you know, and the, you know, on, on a practical way, because sometimes that's how people can actually <laughs> dive back in again and you know go deeper with God if they can practically, you know, use their gifts. Oh, hundred um, mm-hmm. percent. So I think it's a real encouragement to us all. Yeah. Well, listen, we've been resetting tonight. And we've been, uh, there was 27 words, we didn't cover them all. <laughs> we've been covering some of them, resetting and uh, refueling and recreating. And uh, I wonder if God is, for me, I'm just thinking tonight that some of us looking in or listening or whenever you are listening, maybe there's a, a resetting of your life through the Spirit of God and the power of the Spirit of God breathing into your life, new life. And that's what I felt as though tonight 
that as we share together, we're trying to share together to encourage ourselves, but encourage you, the listener, to become aware of God's presence. You know the way sometimes if somebody's breathing down your neck, you feel it? <laughs> Has God been breathing down your neck for a while and you've been ignoring it? Maybe it's time tonight to open yourself to God's Holy Spirit and to say, come Holy Spirit. And we're going to pray that prayer now, Lord Jesus. We come into your presence because the Father sent you so that we might know who he is. And you have sent the Holy Spirit that we might know who you are. And so we ask now that the Holy Spirit would reach out and reset our lives. Come Holy Spirit, renew us, reanimate us, recreate us, refuel us, recalibrate us, in order that we might be your people collectively not as individuals we're not looking for an individual salvation but we're looking for a community to be the body to belong to be in Christ comes Holy Spirit and renew your people tonight for we pray these things through Jesus our Lord Amen Amen Well, listen, that's us finished tonight. Two minutes past 10 o'clock. And um, we'd love to see you joining us, if you can, on Sunday at 3 p.m. Or the early morning prayer meeting tomorrow at 7 o'clock. That's the place yes. to be. 7 o'clock. On Facebook. <laughs> you can't wait till Sunday. You don't have not, to. If you're not a member of Facebook, you can still look in, you know. Mm -hmm. Sanctuary first, you can look it up. And if you can't make it at seven, you can always come in anytime during the day and be part of that prayer time. Or join James and myself on Sunday at 3pm. So there's lots to look at, lots to be part of. Thank you again for being with us and listening to our conversation. Thank you to you, Laura, and to you, James, for being with us tonight. Thank you. Thanks. And above all, to all of you out there listening and encouraging, thank you. God bless you and have a great weekend. And thank you to, to you too, Ray, for all the technical support you give us. So until next Friday, good night and God bless.